0: Welcome aboard to today's podcast episode. This episode is amazing. Well, (laughs) I've been saying the same thing for all of my episodes. This episode is personally very relatable to me and many of my friends who want to do stuff that they really want to do. And by friends, I mean all the podcast listeners. (laughs) Today's guest is Umar Naqshbandi. He is a filmmaker and content creator. He also is the social media manager and video producer for the channel Product Nation on YouTube, which has over 18,000 subscribers and 2.3 million views. In today's episode, he goes through his journey as a creative video editor. And also we talk about the challenges that he faced when he started his career. So yeah, welcome to Didn't Really Name It, episode number five, let's get started. Welcome aboard Umar, thank you for joining us in today's podcast.
1: Hey Afan, thank you for having me.
0: Yo, so I've been meaning to do this for a long time. Been seeing your edits and your videos on Instagram and on YouTube. It's like, (laughs) you're really amazing with the video edits and everything. So, uh, Umar, why don't you introduce yourself to the podcast listeners?
1: Uh, Thanks a lot for that, Afan. Um, uh, My name is Umar Nakswandi. I am a content creator. I don't just do photography. I do videography, video editing as well. And recently mm. I've started hosting as well. So, um, mostly coming down to tech reviews and stuff. That's what I do. But my main, main goal and uh, what I'm really passionate about is creating content, whether that's photography or videography. So that's pretty much it about me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so
1: let's get, uh, my first project, I think I did my first project when I just started university um Mm -hmm. the course that I actually studied in university was nothing related to content creation i didn't do anything Mm -hmm. related to photography or videography i studied mobile technology which was under it which is (laughs) obviously uh, so so closely related (laughs) man it's crazy it it sounds
0: like it's closely related (laughs) (laughs) it's really not (laughs) i I uh, I,
1: I was studying um you know developing mobile apps and uh, web applications that kind of stuff and Mm -hmm. while i was studying it was the least interesting thing to me i i did not enjoy that um Uh i I had fun you know like meeting people and stuff but uh, Mm -hmm. because of that i got introduced to a photography club and group in my university Mm -hmm. and um i've always been passionate about taking pictures since childhood but um Mm -hmm. i finally had an outlet where i could actually experiment show people my work and that's the kind of stuff that i started getting into so um Mm -hmm. the first First, like device, like you mentioned, that I used mm-hmm. to create videos was an iPhone 4S, I think it was. And uh, you used um, iMovie. Uh, I used uh, After Effects, uh, Adobe After Effects,
0: on iPhone and 4S.
1: No, no, no. I used, I transferred the footage to my laptop. Then oh, I used After Effects. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Like how yeah. Are
0: you gonna edit a video on 3.5 in screen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. No, I I, I used to use that as my main camera. Like I've taken like so many pictures using that and that's how I really experimented with video. Um, I installed Mm -hmm. this app called Filmic Pro on the iPhone that gave you Mm -hmm. like manual controls. And uh, I would just like experiment and do like crazy stuff using the 4S so that because I knew someday I was going to buy a DSLR. So I wanted to be prepared before I even got that. So, yeah, I went crazy with that iPhone. I used to to use it until I heated it up to the point where I would lose 40% in, like, 5 seconds, 10 seconds of using it. But it was super (laughs) worth it. And then, yeah, yeah, so in university, I just um, started taking pictures of people, Mm -hmm. uh, portrait stuff mostly. um, And until I started um, asking them to post the pictures on their profile because uh, Mm -hmm. I I wanted to keep my profile very personal in the beginning. Um, Mm -hmm. If you see my old profile, it was, like, very, very personal like just me my friends that kind of stuff and then okay. i realized like okay if i want to create a portfolio instagram back then was just picking mm-hmm. up and it was becoming huge so i was like this is the right time to get into it and i switched over and made a new account mm-hmm. yeah and i just asked people whose pictures i took to to share and they did That's and i got absolutely. a lot of calls in after so that for the freelance thing was, work so uh
0: filmic pro you talked about filmic pro uh yes the, the, the amount of versatility that the application gives to users is really, really insane. insane. Uh, yeah, it's, I used it on iPhone SE and yeah. uh, it, it unlocked the potential of that phone. It pushed it to the limits. So I remember it.
1: Crazy. Yeah, I think Filmic yeah. Pro might be one of the best apps uh, for people who are getting into this because it's so intuitive mm-hmm. and it's so easy to actually understand the controls without having previous knowledge, which is very good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Filmic Pro, definitely. <laughs> awesome app.
0: Yep. All right then. Uh, the thing is, <laughs> I'm gonna be all honest to candid to the audience here. Uh, the questions yep. written today, all of these questions are written by my sister because she's really <laughs> interested in video production and video editing. So uh-huh. the next question is uh, the next to next question is very interesting, but this one is good too. So what are your tips for uh, starting? You know, editors who are new to the game and you know, like, what's your tips for them?
1: um okay so so starting off i think uh it's very important to understand the journey of a lot of video editors um Mm -hmm. i'm not i'm not going to speak for everyone who gets into video editing or even videography but for Mm -hmm. me personally i started um taking videos like started early start not not what you asked me my first device for project like early early start Mm -hmm. i used to use the Mm -hmm. webcam on my dad's laptop to record videos and um (laughs) when i when I found it really cool was when I figured out. I, I think it was iMovie. You might be right. I don't really remember it. There was an app mm-hmm. that allowed you to mask, and that was the first app that I saw that allows you to mask. Wait, so I used to take a video. You
0: were on a wait. You were on a Mac or Windows? No, nah, it, it was it
1: was it was Windows. It was definitely a Windows.
0: So it would be the Windows Movie Maker.
1: Movie Maker. That's the one. Yes, Windows Movie Maker. Good times, oh man.
0: <laughs> I used yeah. to use it,
1: man. That, that was the best, man. That was the OG.
0: Yeah, but, it was very uh, drag and
1: drop very easy very easy super easy super easy yeah, yeah. so i mean that, that that's the point right it was super easy and um, mm-hmm. i should record using the webcam and then i would mm-hmm. um, use the masking feature and recreate twins of myself i always thought that was the mm-hmm. coolest edit ever and mm-hmm. i overdid it so much but it was so much fun and yeah that's how i did it i started just taking videos using my laptop but after mm-hmm. that like i told you the iphone 4s i got into taking a lot of pictures that was my first Mm -hmm. phone so i started taking a lot of pictures with it and for me the journey was i loved video editing i found it very fascinating when i was a kid but i had to start somewhere so i started with photography so i could understand the concept of composition uh settings Mm -hmm. camera settings like how to how to get the effect that you're going for blurry background all that good stuff you know so i wanted to understand right from the start so that's why i went into photography did that for a couple of years and then until i build up the The motivation and confidence to do video more because I was very Mm -hmm. awkward in front of the camera. I'm not sure everyone knows I'm I'm super awkward in front of a camera, and uh, I had to break that habit. So I started Mm -hmm. making videos of myself. Uh, Mm -hmm. It started with VFX because I would feel less cringy if I was like you know Wolverine rather than just talking to the camera.
0: (laughs) So yeah, Yeah, I I just change Iron Man something like that. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, yeah. So then uh, for for basic video editing, I think the the main thing is just figure out what you want from this as an end goal like what do you want to be a video editor for so if you're going into something like vfx if you're interested Mm -hmm. in those visual effects and that's the side of video editing that you really want to go towards in the future then there's Mm -hmm. a different set of skills you need to pick up right from the start i would recommend like understanding those skills right from the start otherwise it's going to be very difficult in the future to start doing that like for me i started with very creative like uh, vfx stuff right from the beginning so i always had the the keenness to learn more about vfx so my journey of learning video editing revolved around vfx more than anything else but even though Mm -hmm. i wanted to do vfx i learned very basic edits like the key for me in video editing is telling a story if you're not able Mm -hmm. to tell a story to the viewer and you're not keeping their attention for the entire time with the video you're doing it wrong I mean, yep. there's nothing wrong with learning, editing, and cutting, and you know how people these days are so obsessed with those transitions, with the whip transitions, <laughs> and the...
0: Yeah, yeah. It's the so zoom horrible. Zoom transition,
1: everything. Zoom yeah. drive, it's so terrible. Like, it, it, was, it was cool when it just started because someone created it. Someone made it their own. And then everyone mm-hmm. started overdoing it and just copying presets and stuff, and it just ruined the entire concept. That's because they don't know how to tell a story. So the mm-hmm. first thing for video editing would be learn how to tell a story.
0: So, you know... I, I personally, I'm a freelance video editor. Like, I'm not the VFX kind of person. I'm, right. I'm just, uh, you know, doing small edits for on Premiere Pro. I, like, I whenever I go to After Effects, it's like, uh, it's the it's the project that needs the most most headache for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I I realized one thing. Uh, you know, you follow K- Casey Neistat on YouTube.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So
0: the the <laughs> the one thing the one thing I learned from him is. You don't need these transition effects 100%. if you got a uh, good video. So, okay. If, over the time I realized that Casey is not even using transitions anymore. Yeah. It's just, you know, just, it's like a, that abrupt cut and he goes yep. on to something else and people enjoy it because there's content that you can enjoy in that.
1: Exactly. So, it's the story. Story is king over everything okay else.
0: Story. Yeah. Now, with the video reviews, I uh, like if you are doing professional video reviews, uh, I think the transitions that we hate, I think they are good for that. But if we are going to something more creative, like, you know, if you're trying to tell a story, not trying to sell a product, if you're trying to tell a story, I think uh, the VFX and the creativeness is something that is very, very important. now. You see Marcus Brownlee, like he edits, edits his videos in such a way that it's not complicated anymore anymore. But the only thing that is, you know, driving us towards his content is the video production quality. That's
1: 100 percent, 100 percent.
0: So yeah, I, I, or, think, I think that's a
1: very good point. Uh, if, even if it comes down to telling a story and you're using transitions or whatever you are, it's your story to tell. It doesn't matter how you're telling it, but i think people overusing it that's where it becomes a problem yeah it's like
0: they're using it everywhere in in a video if you if you if you have a transition for three times in a video okay in my opinion i can bear that but for every three to five seconds or 15 30 seconds in a 10 minute video i can't bear that i have to go away i can't see that
1: You're going to become Uh, nauseous looking at that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And the transition effects, I know, even though they are smooth, even though they are giving us 60 FPS, no, 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 I can't take that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. So, it,
0: it's it's more it's mm-hmm. more of
1: a personal preference obviously but i think yeah. when you just started it, it's very exciting and you're like oh I, it looks exactly like the guy's video i watched and downloaded yeah. this preset for five dollars oh my god yeah. i need to use it everywhere yeah it, it doesn't yeah. It doesn't work you, you you get sick of that yourself even i think as a video editor after a while yeah. like uh, i think when i started i uh, like posting on instagram as well i i used to do that a little bit uh, in the beginning mm-hmm. i used to overdo it a little bit and now when i watch back those videos i'm just like oh my god that is horrible Like, what was I thinking? So, yeah, uh, it's it's good to learn. uh, We
0: we are in a minority here because as a video editor, you don't enjoy it that much. But as a video consumption person, like if you are from the user's perspective, they are not getting tired of this effects in general. So (laughs) that's why marketing companies, they are pushing it, even though we as editors hate it because it's trendy. And it's, yeah, it's working. Fun. It's a working model. That's it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very true. All
0: right. Then, next question <laughs> What were your parents' thoughts on you being into video editing and video production? <laughs> That's a
1: good question. <laughs> yeah. I, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, when I got here, um, I, up until the point that I got here, they always thought it was fun. And, you know, oh, he's, he has a hobby that's what it was uh obviously it wasn't taken very seriously because you know uh, you're studying and education is most important and all that nonsense i mean important stuff but yeah you
0: know priority vision and brown parents is kind of different <laughs>
1: yeah yeah priorities are <laughs> totally different that's crazy yeah
0: yeah mm-hmm.
1: but yeah so when i moved here and uh, i got involved with this club uh, the photography club and i got more freelance work uh, in the mm-hmm. beginning, I didn't really uh, tell them that much, you know, like um, I was just yeah. using my friend's camera. I borrowed my friend's camera to take pictures for these freelance events until I saved up enough, of, uh, saved up enough money from my allowance to buy myself a camera. And uh, I used that money, whatever money I would make in freelance to buy a new lens, to buy editing software, like that kind of stuff. I, I just wanted to build up my own production stuff without having to involve my parents or anything. So until it became a proper running thing where every weekend, every single weekend, I would go out and shoot uh, something mm-hmm. for freelance or even for myself uh, to build up the portfolio. It was just mm-hmm. more of that until it reached the point where it was my final year in university. And I had to figure out what I wanted to do after university. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, that, that's when I had the conversation with my parents. <laughs> and I was like, uh, hey, guys, how's it going? <laughs> uh, I, hate, I hate everything I studied. <laughs> <laughs> oh but no nah, man uh, honestly it, it was surprisingly way more supportive than i expected um my parents have supported me a lot with this mm-hmm. um especially when it comes to being uh, critical about what i'm making mm-hmm. they're always like very short stuff uh, I told them that okay my degree's is done i got the degree okay hoo, everyone's happy uh now i want to do what i want to do <laughs> so at first it was it was a bit like okay what does this mean what are you gonna do in a few years that kind of stuff you know how the usual things come out yeah, but uh, yeah. Right. So uh, eventually, I, I I got a job in marketing, uh, mm-hmm. which is n- nothing related to this still. But yeah. it was affiliate marketing, and okay. um, that came down to uh, the same company had a sub company within it called Product Nation, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So that's 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 that and yep. that's now. So it's been two years, and I've been making videos and creating content and managing social media for Product Nation um, since then
0: that's that's good see i uh i'm coming on to the point of taking a decision i'm in my third year and yeah. next year i have to <laughs> i have to you know have a talk <laughs> have that talk it's
1: coming man it's coming, the yeah, talk it's coming. coming.
0: <laughs> and uh you, you're talking about uh, you, you did your, your you were in you did an engineering or diploma or what was that bachelor's
1: yeah i did my bachelor's degree in, in- uh, mobile technology
0: yeah so you did a bachelor's in mobile technology i'm doing it even uh, in a in a bigger one uh you know i'm doing my bachelor's in computer sciences
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so that's a lot for
1: that conversation dude <laughs>
0: <laughs> no 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 i'm not gonna get into that conversation now <laughs> uh, this is a very funny thing uh when i was like before getting into my first year uh you know there was no one to guide me like where to go where things you, you have to go with the flow path. But I, yeah. I was like, yo, this got, this has got computer sciences in it. That means it will be having computers in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mobile technology will have mobile in it. Yep. Then you realize yep. the computer sciences. It. No, <laughs> that's yeah. just a name. You get tricked into this. And now you <laughs> have to study programming languages and everything else, you know, yeah. but okay. I, I respect computer sciences uh, more than yep. any, any other, any other fields in, uh, because it, it it's like it's a vast domain in my opinion so yeah i don't know what to do but with the podcast thing running i'm feeling confident that i can do whatever i want to do
1: <laughs> yeah that, that's that's great man uh, i think having something established while you're in university having a secondary uh plan is very important mm-hmm. this is for anyone who's doing it uh actually it's not yeah. just for people who are at the last state or third year or whatever i think because mm-hmm. having a hobby right from the start that you can convert To something that can earn you an income passively even actively in the future is very important so if you're good at something never do it for free obviously we've heard this a thousand times before
0: I I used to do it for free now then I just went up on Upwork then I took my client off Upwork yeah I I told him I hate Upwork I don't want them to take my money and now I'm getting paid off Upwork so yeah I'm doing good that's that's the goal man that's
1: the goal that that you're doing great that because uh, even if like doing things like Upwork there's so many people yeah. who can do so much, but they're just lazy. Yeah. Getting out of the yeah. laziness is the most important thing for anything that you're doing.
0: So I'm I'm going to make a new channel after this uh, podcast session. Uh, we actually have a, like, I, I was trying to establish a new channel. I had my previous channel, but I just lost the motivation to do it. Well, we can now transition into the next question. <laughs> have <laughs> you ever lost motivation to edit?
1: <laughs> have I ever lost motivation to edit?
0: <laughs> yeah
1: ah that's a that's a that's a hard one man yeah yes definitely it, it, i think um one of the hardest fields to stay motivated in is something to do with creativity and when you have mm-hmm. to create something new and unique um mm-hmm. the problem I, I have this really i don't know if it, yeah I, w- I would call it a problem because um I, I have to make something absolutely perfect before i can release it like it's not perfectionism but it's just i cannot release anything that i don't like i would be proud of. Uh, Mm -hmm. year from now that's 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 my problem so that's why if even if you look at my like instagram feed it's like the last post is like six months ago a year ago and uh, Mm -hmm. i just don't post because that's what that's what happens like i i set the benchmark too high for myself and because of that and because of that i lose motivation a lot like i'll shoot something and then i just won't Mm -hmm. have the motivation to edit it because i'm like okay it's not how i visioned it in my mind the files there and then a year later, I look at the files. I'm like, shit, this could have been something really cool. Let me get back to editing it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, motivation comes and goes. That's, that's very important to understand. Mm-hmm. You can't always be motivated. Mm-hmm. But the key is, like Casey Neistat says, mm-hmm. it's better to get it done than have it perfect. So okay, done better than perfect. That's very important. Oh. So yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, to be honest, I, I lost my motivation to do anything uh, three months prior to this. Uh, I, I, I know I have been editing videos since 2012 uh, I have this experience on my hand but I didn't, I didn't knew what to do then I went on to Upwork and they are playing, paying clients there are clients who pay you $5 for doing 3-4 uh, hours of work so that's like very very underappreciated then no problem I took any opportunity and uh, now it's, it's going better so that now it started it's the grind man
1: it's yeah yeah. you have to start you have to start
0: somewhere it's the freelance video editing then on the next thing you know uh started the podcast and within the two weeks i can't believe this like when when this episode goes up i think it will be on uh, wednesday wednesday we Mm -hmm. already have 230 listeners oh my god
1: wasn't it like 60
0: something it was 60-something when, uh, when we talked like on Instagram. That is insane, man. And that is getting huge. An, that is huge. That means that people are into this segment. They, they are interested in podcasts. And I'm really excited because the upcoming guests, they are getting better and better as we go on. Because we are that getting is, so much to learn, that's, that's amazing. That's awesome, man.
1: That is that is growth right there, man. Like if that you don't good. put the dedication into it, obviously it's not grow to this point. Going from sixty to two hundred in like a couple of days is insane, man. That's that's insane. awesome. Like super proud of you for that.
0: Thank you. So, <laughs> so you, what your what's your thought about? Uh, I think over the way you picked up many. Are there any people who? don't like your videos if they are how do you feel about them (laughs) that's
1: (laughs) a good question uh yeah yeah oh all the questions you've been asking are good so far but yeah each of them hit different you know like each question hits different
0: i know right because uh, my sister wrote them
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah man um Mm-hmm. for for people that don't like my video uh, to be honest my personal account there's not that many people that don't yeah. like my videos personal account uh-huh. is like all fun and like really great yeah. people very supportive community but when it comes mm-hmm. to my work account which is on product nation there mm-hmm. you get a lot of hatred because you're talking about you're talking about products that are from different brands and people um, are obviously not gonna like every single mm-hmm. brand hint apple hint samsung so yeah it Mm -hmm. it just uh, it doesn't work out really well so um the last video we we published a video like um a week ago i think it was uh yeah about a week ago about Mm -hmm. um uh, a fitness band a fitness band from xiaomi or something and uh we didn't have a hands-on for the band but we were just Mm -hmm. talking about the the future specs like what's interesting about it what what we should look forward to that kind of stuff
0: Uh i don't want to
1: get into it but you know you know what i mean so um the day we released the video, just went insanely viral and mm-hmm. uh, it got like a hundred thousand views in five days. And mm-hmm. all the comments were just people pissed off that I didn't have the actual product in my hand and they thought I was clickbaiting. And I was just uh-huh. like, okay, what? Like, I clearly wait, the time an over. Wait,
0: wait a second, you can clickbait on Instagram?
1: No, no, this is on YouTube.
0: This is on YouTube, okay, uh, yeah, uh huh. Wait, so yeah, but, uh, it was, what was the title of the video. It was
1: um, the, the band's name and overview, and then uh-huh. just like uh, a leak uh, because everyone was releasing leaks about it. Leak. Yeah, okay. so we, if we you put
0: leak it. in the thumbnail, in the title, that means it's a leak.
1: No, no, no. I didn't, I didn't actually put leak in the title because I, uh-huh. I want to make the title like, uh, no, it, because whenever you put leak in it, right, it's already like you're, you're stealing someone's information. I, that's how I see it. I don't know if that's true or not. It's like you're, you're defaming a brand by saying, okay, I have their leaks. I'm going to tell you what their leaks are. It sounds a bit negative in my opinion so i just put overview right ah. so that's not even the point like even if you click in the first three seconds of the video i say that we don't actually have the band in hand but we're gonna talk okay, about specs. It. in the first three that's seconds
0: it that's it then you can just back that's out it, you right? don't even and you don't even need to go to the uh, dislike button you can just go back yeah. that's, that's... just leave the video dude <laughs> just leave the video i mean if but you yeah, want no. to put the video like in three minute segment and like yo we didn't get the band you're just leaving that that's yeah. wrong that's wrong. because you have wasted yeah. my time <laughs> but you wasted three seconds what that's nothing (laughs)
1: that's nothing but the the problem is like uh they're they're very passionate about bands man apparently like they love their bands they wanted to see it but yeah so i got a lot of hate comments people started messaging me like you're the worst you're an asshole like all that stuff and i was like okay all right i'm sorry sorry i made a video about the band. yeah it it does happen a lot
0: (laughs) so you know, with, the, with these projects, uh, you, you develop a really big amount of audience and you, you put on a threshold of like, Yo, if I've done this, then the next thing is going to be better than this. So yes. what's, what's the most difficult part as a video editor while she's doing these projects? What's the, most, like, the biggest thing that affects you aside the threshold that you've set, the benchmark that you've set?
1: Yeah, that's 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 a good one as well. Man, you're all about the good questions. Oh my god. Okay.
0: You you, you have to get a give a shout out to my sister. Her name is yeah, Sana Shout Sayed. out to your sister.
1: Sana had Really good job with the questions, man. These are legit. <laughs> These are awesome questions. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so um I think when it comes down to video specifically, uh it's mm-hmm. very easy to actually measure whether your video is doing well or not, in my opinion. Now this comes mm-hmm. down to multiple things, right? There are different platforms for everything. And I'm a huge believer for creating content specifically for each platform. So videos that you release on Instagram shouldn't be the same as the videos you release on YouTube. Videos you release on TikTok shouldn't be the same as the videos you release on Instagram or even Facebook, for example. I think you have to customize your your video based the audience and based on behavior of the audience per platform. Uh, A lot of people think getting into video editing or... uh, content creation basically is as simple as taking a video and editing it and that's it Uh, if you're someone who's an entrepreneur and who wants to make a career out of this you need to figure out that there's a life outside of post-production there's post -post post-production which is basically sharing and getting your video and your voice heard out there which is in my opinion one of the most important steps of video production so um, since i am managing social media for the company and Mm -hmm. producing videos and and distributing the videos, it's very Mm -hmm. important for me to understand how to keep audience for the next video, for example. So the things I look at is like retention rate, like how long you can actually get the audience to stay and watch your video. Uh, In in a generation where TikTok is very trendy, uh, videos Mm -hmm. are very short. Attention is super low right now. Like remember Vine, it was seven seconds of content. So like Mm -hmm. that's the attention span you're dealing with now. So my goal when I'm looking at a content or a piece of um, video that I release I have to make Mm -hmm. sure that the audience is at least enjoying it beyond a certain point. They're getting to the part where we put in so much effort for them to watch. They're actually taking time from their day to watch the video. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's the benchmark I set for myself. Like, how long do people watch my video for?
0: Mm -hmm. That's good. Uh, You're about, like, the the content you're pushing, I'll... I love the fact that when you put so much hard work into it, people are like, "Do you, you know, it's good that if I get a click, but you're like, they have to stay uh, till the yeah. end. because They have to, man. You, yeah, that, that, that's,
1: that's the goal. Like, otherwise, what's the point of you publishing anything? Like, uh, I can just put like three seconds worth of interesting content in the beginning and the rest of the oh. video is a black screen. Who's gonna wanna watch that? Like, <laughs> even if I get clicks right in the beginning, what kind of audience am I getting? Like, I wanna build a community, even if it's on my Instagram personally or my work account. It's about building community and getting people to actually share knowledge, uh, get excited, uh, Mm -hmm. be motivated by someone else's work, you know, get Mm -hmm. on that train of hype. Like, that's what you want. That's what you want to build as a community for a video, especially, like, I think, when it comes to creativity.
0: That's good. So, oh, wait, I I think I saw this. Uh, You made a rap video? (laughs) Did you make a a rap rap video? video? Uh, Did you make a rap video?
1: Oh, yeah, the music video. (laughs)
0: Yo you make you make music video right
1: yeah yeah when i was in university i did make a music video yeah
0: <laughs> i saw that
1: <laughs> yeah, that was that was a lot of fun man that was that, that was, was a
0: lot of fun to see as a
1: that was, that was a, a one day shoot man that was a one day shoot we shot the entire video within 2 hours and i finished the edit oh. the same night
0: mhm that's, that's good that was
1: uh, crazy man. all
0: right then uh wait so let's get into the final question and the most interesting one i know it's uh, almost sure. time for uh, you know iftar yeah <laughs> so <laughs> the final question for today is the do you agree with the lines? the best camera is the one you have in your pocket <laughs>
1: <laughs> absolutely man i'm a huge preacher for that like it's, uh, it's do you do you it's, agree, it's, agree with it? 100% i agree with that 100%
0: all right okay i was like okay probably wouldn't but okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> i told you i started with an iphone 4s
0: yeah
1: yeah 10% agree it's it's the camera mm-hmm. in your
0: pocket so uh, yeah i think that's it for today's session then yeah
1: hey, that's that, that was a lot of fun man thanks for having me on yeah.
0: thank you for coming on to heal it's like half an hour for iftar for you it's a it means yeah. a lot that you you are here no worries,
1: man. It was, it was a pleasure. I actually enjoyed these questions a lot. That was, that was a really good good <laughs> mm-hmm. podcast session. And uh, I actually gave a listen to a couple of your podcasts as well, man. It's, you're doing oh, really yeah. well. And the fact that Thank your viewership you. is growing so fast, that's amazing, man. And I think uh, the best time would be to stay motivated would be definitely right now. And right, like you yeah. said, you're thinking about starting a channel as well. Um, yeah. It might be a perfect boost for this as well. And yeah. I think you're doing really well. You're, the quality of your content is really good.
0: Thank you. Thank you. It means a lot. All right, then. I'll end the podcast session. Uh, All right,
1: cheers.